Welcome back to another chapter of Red Raven. I'll be reading chapter 8 today. I hope you like today's chapter. Warning, this episode does contain language. I stood up for a sentence, and a flash of memories came back from my experience here. I shook my head and started walking towards the forest. I held my chin in chest high. I was going to walk into the forest and see Sid Selgin. But just now or never. As Conroy walked through the scary forest again, only thoughts in his mind were, I'm going to die. Why did I do this? What the hell was wrong with me? Even though he knew the amulet worked, Kaminari still couldn't put his mind in something hard at ease. He kept biting his lips and jumping at every little sound he heard as he walked through. As he heard through his little walk. A loud wolf howl ringed inside Kaminari's ears and he tensed up. His body was frozen entirely. A simple snack of a toy behind Kaminari got the blonde to get out of his frozen trance and start fronting. No way in hell am I going to get caught by some soft wolves again. He said as he ran through the tall, big trees. He had an amulet tightly in his hand. Kaminari was too busy running through the forest and watching out for dangerous animals to notice the faint red glow the gem and the amulet produced. Bright yet dim, the amulet glowed. Kaminari's legs grew tired after running for so much, and the tired one decided to take a break to catch his breath. He placed his hand in the bark of a tree and hunched over, his mouth released releasing quick, short breaths. <sighs> the blonde rode out. He looked up and saw the bright moon, full moon setting him down. How much longer do I have to walk? He regained his composure and fixed his backpack. Connor continued walking, and while he looked up at the illuminating moon, he didn't notice a sick log growing in the forest floor. Dripping over and falling down, Connor rode and rolled. He rolled all the way down to the edge of the cliff, this time not falling down as he was quick to grab all the nearest tree bands. Holy fucking shit! Conrad cursed and pulled his legs up. He got up and dusted the dirt off him and walked towards the view. Being on top of the hill, Conrad could see everything. His eyes twinkled in delight as he saw a familiar mansion far ahead. Conrad's smile grew wide and he let out a gleeful squeal. Oh, oh my gosh, it's right there! He took a few steps to the edge of the cliff and looked down to see if there was a way to get down there without getting hurt like last time. Conroy took another step and below him the dirt crumbled, creating a hole and he fell down right through it. By painfully sliding down the cliff, Conroy was cursing the heavens above harshly, yelling at every single curve where he knew thanks to Bakugo's extensive colorful vocabulary. When he reached the bottom, Kaminari felt his back burn and was half hurt as he didn't quite have such a soft landing. He accidentally landed on a rock, and that was quite a painful experience for the blonde. Kaminari stood up and rubbed his thinking butt as he continued to walk down the same road he walked for the last time. The amulet glowed even more brightly, yet still went unnoticed by a certain blonde. Oh, fine. The poor butt. Senso was sitting down in a chair outside in the balcony of his bedroom. He was drinking tea and feeling the cool breeze lay his lilac colored locks. Senso brought the cup of tea to his lips and drank the dark liquid inside it. He noticed a bright light in the corner of his eyes and turned his fin into the side and saw it. An amulet similar to what Kaminari had, only different, glowed a bright crimson color. Senso pointed the key cup down and got up from his chair. He walked back into his room and headed towards the amulet. 
digging in his hands, he smiled. So he's returned, huh? Conrad's breath had healed in the time he spent walking in the dirt road. He was closer to his destination and ran into feeling excitement. Conrad felt nervous. He didn't know exactly why he felt nervous. Maybe it was because he came here with a broken promise. Maybe it was because the last time he came here, he was seductively played with. Who knows? The only thing that Carbonari knew was that he, that as he came closer and closer to the mansion, he wanted to throw up. After some time, Carbonari finally had reached the mansion. He was standing in the entrance, and Carbonari felt as he had his heart on his mouth. His nerves and anxiety skyrocketed, and palm for sweaty. <laughs> Need to not. His nerves has made the words come out of his mouth and pierced others. His icky hand kept trembling as he reached the main doors. He held his, he held his sticky closed hand, a centimeter away from knocking. Kaminari couldn't do it. He was finally at the mansion, the place he so longed to come back to. Yet, he, yet he couldn't knock. Just one simple little knock it took, but Kaminari couldn't muster the same courage he had back here. He had back there, here. Just knock! From on top, since he'll stare at the sinking blonde, he was witnessing the way the blonde was taking terribly and couldn't knock on his door. Since he felt bad and couldn't hold back a small laugh. Too cute. Since he thought as he kept seeing the blonde go back and forth. He looked his lips and laid his chin on his palm, waiting for the moment that the younger will finally knock on his doors. Since I didn't know he'd be waiting for a while though. Ten minutes later. Ten minutes had Ten minutes later had passed, and Conrad still couldn't knock on the door. He ran his trembling hands through his blonde locks and let out sticky breaths. Come on, Conrad, don't stop being such a pussy. He reasoned with himself. If you can let a baka go, you can knock on those doors. It's just that simple. Conrad turned his head to the doors he was so avoiding. It's so simple, yet I can't do it. He bit down and grabbed a small pebble, tossing it towards the doors. Stupid doors, stupid anxiety of mine. Since he let it aside, and decided to walk down and help the blonde a bit, he walked back inside the frame and headed down to the staircase. Walking down slowly, he heard the small studs of the pebbles that the blonde furiously flew at his door. He shook his head and chuckled lightly. Since he had reached the end of the stairs, he stood right in front of the main doors, those exact same doors that stood between the blonde and him. Since he walked up to those doors and placed his pale hands on them. He rested his forehead on the cold wooden door and let out a sigh. On the other side, Conrad did the same thing. His fists were clenched as he spoke. Why am I such a coward? He ought to remove himself from those doors and grab onto the handle. He opened the doors and instead of grinning Conrad face to face, Sinsel greeted him face to floor. Conrad still hadn't removed himself from the doors and when Sinsel had opened them, he fell face flat on the floor. Sinsel looked down and stared at the one hoping he was okay. Bone lifted his head up and was met with Sinsel's face being only centimeters away from him. The handsome face Conrad had yearned to see again. That same handsome face that was close and only centimeters away from his. Conrad felt his face heat up and his warriors were completely gone. Golden orbs blocking with his purple ones. Marking, Sinsel said. Hello again, baby boy. And that is today's chapter. I hope you enjoyed it and make sure to come back next week for chapter 9.